Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Each Sold Separately, Collect Them All, an action figure podcast with me, Colonel Rain's Carr, and your friend and mine, Brian Charles Rooney. This week we'll be discussing knockoff toys and bootlegs, and also we'll find out that question you've all been wondering, which strawberry shortcake doll does Brian Charles Rooney stay at home sniffing the most? But first, of course, a word from our sponsor. Here come the tigers, tigers, tigers. Each one a real fighting man. Soldiers move at your command. Get the tigers, get your tigers. Cause never before could men of war spring into action just for you. Press and then you go bend those charts. Charge leads the way. Rock has a grenade. Machine gun might take some combat kit. Move into attack, into action, they are tigers. Yes, they're the tigers. Each one different, each authentic. Each bends to every fighting position. Press, and every rugged tiger actually springs into action. Sarge, The Rock, Machine Gun Mike, Tex, Combat Kid, Big Ears, Bugle Ben, then Pretty Boy reports you won with the tigers. Get your favorite first completely equipped, then get them all. An extra weapon and uniform packs, and the amazing tiger tank and cannon. The tigers are on their way, get Yours today, Tigers! So, Brian Charles Rooney, welcome to episode four of Each Sold Separately, Collect Them All, an action figure podcast with a strawberry shortcake uh, bent to it. Um, <laughs> how are you this fine evening? I'm well. I am um, planning my uh, bunker right now for the impending war in this country. Oh, I am, what country uh, do you live in? The United States of America. Oh, United! I, I haven't noticed yeah, that in the yeah, last I know. few years. But that's I know okay. it's it's sad. I I actually delved. I I haven't done this in a while, but I pulled out the toys today and like all of the bins from my room, mm-hmm. toy room, all my Marvel Legends, um, and and went to town, kind of just setting them up and taking pictures and having a good time because yep. I needed to. <laughs> Yes, that's what a toy room is for, is to hide, yeah. hide away under blankets until everything's <laughs> yeah. going to be all right. I mean, I I deal with things pretty head-on most of the time, but today, yep. not so much. Not most so definitely. Much. It's an intense, uh, we're in an intense time period, which is why yeah. it's so nice we're in such a toy renaissance. In fact, yeah, quite. you live, and you always complain about New York City, but I heard <laughs> through the grapevine that you found a nice new figure this week. What figure was that? I did! Miraculously, well, let me let me give a little bit of backstory in case people haven't oh, been listening. Dear Lord. Um, yeah, I know. Um, Walgreens has exclusive Marvel Legends figures. We all know this at this point. Um, New York City is kind of the, as I've called it, the Sahara Desert of toys because we no longer have Toys R Us, we no longer have FAO Schwartz, and most of the mom and pop toy stores have closed because rents are so high. So there are comic stores, and there's Walgreens, or Dwayne Reed is the other name for Walgreens here. Um, But I would say that mm, 80% of the time, we either don't get the latest release, or it comes months and months and months later, and by then you have a friend across the country who's bought it for you or you've caved in and ebayed um or e-paid <laughs> um, <laughs> i've been e-paying since that dang site opened 20 yeah. years ago <laughs> um but i well I, I guess i forget when exactly she came out but medusa came out and i was the first of all of my friends to find her so i ended up buying her for a bunch of people and i never thought that was going to happen again but 
thanks to a group called the Five Borough Collective on Facebook, oh. which is a great group of people in New York City, uh, Manhattan, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and surrounding area. Um, we kind of coordinate as best we can to let each other know when a figure is is out and if it's at all showing up in any of the Walgreens or Dwayne Reed stores. And Mystique hit New York pretty hard this past week. Very um, nice. Which was shocking. Uh, we never get things first. So mm. the fact that we were getting it the same week California started to get it was shocking to yeah, me. Yeah, we, we got it here in Florida as well. In Florida, everywhere. yeah, I heard that mm-hmm. as well. So that's kind of a, a good on Walgreens and, and uh, for their distribution for upping the distribution because the Northeast is particularly uh, neglected or has been. So maybe that's a, a new thing going forward. But um, one of the, well, uh, several of the people in the group posted that they had found the figure and, and that they were pretty plentiful. And I decided to go out to Brooklyn because I was tired of the hunt at that point. I had gone around oh. the city after Rehear, uh, rehearsal and and checked all up the Upper West Side and found nothing but magic, which was fine, but I already have her. So um, someone posted they'd found her in Brooklyn, and it was kind of far, but I thought, you know what? It's a subway ride. It's not that big a deal. And I got there, and I'm coming up the stairs, and there's this guy in front of me, and he looks kind of familiar, and it turns out that he works at the Trader Joe's that's in my neighborhood. And that's why he was familiar but he's also in that group. And oh, I, so he's looking I for saw, Mystique, too. <laughs> yeah, I saw him go into Better the... Better hope there wall- was two. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I saw him go into the Walgreens, and I'm thinking, God, really? I'm going to come out here 40 minutes to on the subway to this place <laughs> out of in the you know, middle of nowhere. Out of New York, two of you are and, going to the Right, exactly. And it turns out that there were one, two, three, four left. So he took one. I took two, one for my friend Ricky, uh, who's been kind of the person who gets me everything. So I immediately, and it's one of his favorite characters. So I was like, that's the person who's first. Um, And then we left one for somebody and we both posted and we're like, look, we're here. Come get it before it's gone. I'm sure sure that it left Um, very quickly. We had the same, same type of club here. We call it the North Florida Collectors Club. Good. And that's how I found it. They hit um, as well early last week. Uh, was a guy posted, you know, way like forty minutes away from me, but he posted that they had them, and so we've been looking everywhere. And my local one, uh, we actually found it a little further away, but uh, the local one got it tonight. And I happened to be at Walgreens tonight, of course, looking for toys. <laughs> but I just happened to be driving by. But we had a sale this week, and they were six dollars mm. off. So I got her for $13.99. Yeah, how nice for you. Um, we had a sale as well, but it is not in every Walgreens or Dwayne Reed store. It depends on what branch you go to. And apparently all of them here, or at least the ones I've seen or heard of, only knocked off $3. So they're $16.99. And to you make it even better... Off. The sale started the morning after I went out to Brooklyn to buy those two figures. <laughs> and when I went to my local one, where I spend thousands of dollars every year on household items, prescriptions, it's uh, you know cleaning stuff, sure. baby toys. supplies, etc., toys. <laughs> um, well, actually, that that one never has anything new, so not really. But um, cards, you know, hairspray, sure. things like that. Uh, 
they started to give me the price adjustment and um they <clears throat> stopped in the middle and were like wait where did you get this and i said at the walgreens in brooklyn and they're like oh well you have to go to that branch i was like what oh ouch i said wait a minute i said but if this were you know bleach would i have to do that no i said Ugh. well that doesn't make a lot of sense to me does it and she said I'm calling uh, Walgreens corporate right now. Yeah, I know. I, 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 but I thought to myself, I'm not going back out there because at this point, the subway is almost three dollars a ride. Yeah, oh yeah. So what's the point if it's only going to be six dollars? And it's it's pointless. Yeah, it's a waste of time. That's how I feel a lot when driving because you know here in North Florida, you got to drive thirty to forty minutes to everything. It's the same kind right. of thing, just in the car. And luckily, my friend Brian that I've mentioned uh, before on this podcast was out being crazy, and he uh, the, uh, GameStop also had twenty five percent off action figures, so he found me the uh, Thanos uh, Doctor Strange Iron Man movie uh, ten years uh, three pack that we hadn't got. Excellent, so dang expensive. Right. He also uh, found a bunch of uh, other figures that he had needed, and he found Mystique, and he found all kinds of stuff. So we had quite a Marvel Legends opening party this weekend. and <laughs> That's awesome. We were playing with them while we were watching a movie and um, making food and, um, you know, just a typical Saturday night playing with toys. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was kind of that was kind of my, um, well, yeah, my weekend into this week kind of mostly marvel legends focused i just i revisit it every once in a while and i really enjoy it and it's such it's a fun because, line and it's still yeah. it's not i mean it's way too expensive but it's still semi-affordable because yeah. uh, everything's going high end right now and um it's in they're coming out with great looks for all kinds of great characters like the mystique is really nice yeah it's a really good looking um, figure i've always loved that character as well and i love the oh, classic look and i finally can pull my cheesy old crappy toy biz one off the shelf that's been there since i bought her <laughs> I, at well, target before, a million years ago right before the rumors of this one coming i was starting to kind of go towards caving in to get that old one oh, no. um it kept popping up on amazon of all places and it was Weird. like 34.99 oh, and i thought no. eh, it's not terrible no. but it's not it's nice horrible. and it has She's the tiny, worst tiny. is the hand the knuckle hinge oh, i hate awful. that that's right. I hate that on those. The new one has figures. a great size, and and the old one is on that weird body that they had yeah. the Scarlet Witch on, and it's just it's not. <laughs> it was not Toy Biz's <laughs> finest hour, and they did a lot of great work. And I bought you know twenty years worth of toys from them. It's just it wasn't wasn't their finest hour. But that's not what right. we're here to talk about. We're here no. to talk about something we've been meaning to talk about for a while, and that. Is knockoff toys, or you know, mm. toys that go along another line, or well, how would you Bootlegs. define a knockoff toy? Bootlegs. How would you define that? Um, they often borrow, uh, to to put it politely, uh, aesthetic choices or uh, structural choices and design design characteristics from popular billion dollar brands. Oh. Uh, in some cases, things like Masters of the Universe, Princess of Power, uh, GoBots, Transformers, G.I. Joe. Uh, Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, even lines as old as Sectors. Uh, even older. Sec even older. Uh, even Mego uh, oh, had sure. imitators with all their superhero brands. Oh, that's totally you true. You can even yeah. take it back to the original action figure, your friend, Mr. Joe, Mr. G.I. Joe. Even when those came out in the early 60s, 
there were knockoffs immediately for those. Right. And I actually Which... own a set of them called Topper Topper Tigers. Right. And they're like a cheap dime store version. Uh, and they're like bendy rubber figures that are army guys. <laughs> and then later, that's how Mego first started to make their money. Is uh, their first yeah, figure was a fighting Yank. Was his I was name. just gonna ask you? Do you think? Do you consider Mego a a boot like a a bootleg line knockoff line that just went, you know, that that did that done well? <laughs> well, did, they were definitely know. a knockoff company. Uh, right. Their first major action figure line that did do really well with that. And even the 60s toys, the very popular ones, Major Matt Mason and others, all had knockoffs. In the 70s, Big Jim, Mego, all of that stuff had knockoffs. And um, so, it's, I mean, it's its part of action figure history. It's part of the history of, you know, commerce in the world is that there's always going to be some other version oh, sure. uh, of something to sort of lure people with a cheaper price and maybe a cool aesthetic look. And you know what? Some knockoffs are some of my favorite things in my toy room. So, I mean, uh, I'm not the biggest knockoff collector, and I have friends that are really huge knockoff collectors. Um, right. But Same. I do have a bunch of them. So um, where when did you first become aware of knockoffs, say, with your Masters of the Universe when you were a kid? Um, I guess, I mean, the... <sighs> I don't know if it's fair to call Remco knockoff. I guess it is, but they were well made. They are well. Uh, uh, Remco and uh, was a well made knockoff brand. <laughs> right. They made I some mean, incredible figures like those, and they had some licenses like the Universal Monsters. They were the only ones that actually had that license and those beautiful eight inch figures from 1980 with the squeeze grip arms and stuff. They glow in the dark I don't, with the squeeze grip arms. Have you ever seen those? I don't those? remember. No, it's before my time. You're a little too young for those, but those were big when I was little. They also made the little mini monsters, and they had the little mini monsterizer where you could make your figures glow. That's um, cool. And they were sort of knockoffs of other stuff that was going on at the time, but they were licensed. But their first big one that I remember, because my dad bought all of these for me, because they used to sell them at the freaking 7-Eleven, okay? You didn't have to go to a major <laughs> store. You could go to the convenience, because action figures were so huge in the early 1980s. You could go straight to the yeah. convenience store, and they had all the Rimcos. They didn't have He-Man, but they had Warlord, and they right. had uh, the Warrior Beast, which were the Warlord bad guys. Demos and... Demos uh, and all those guys, and yeah. there's a bunch of them. Wolf Beast and you know, Wolf, you know the Skull Man and all those great-looking figures, but they're really right. well-made. So and that's cool. what Remco's known for, is they sort of have a really well-made He-Man knockoff, and I actually prefer the construction of those figures I do too. to He-Man. They don't have that stinking I, little rubber band that breaks. I do, too. I actually, side, side note, I just discovered uh, through a couple of the more popular... Uh, he fans on Facebook. Uh, a a I can't remember. I know he's Latino, but it, it's a a person who's designed a replacement for the rubber connectors. I'll oh. post a picture on the Instagram account just because I think actually most people who collect Heman will want some of these because of course. the rubber just disintegrates on some of them. That's Not every them. figure from that time. It's G.I. Joe. Um, it's all the figures, Mego yeah. figures that time where they, they did that, that little O-ring rubber thing just disintegrates right. over time. But this is a brilliant redesign of it. It actually pops into the, the joints of the, yeah. Yeah, the, the rounded things and then it, and it fits through and he there's a video that he where he kind of talks you through it and it's really pretty simple um what a great way I thought, to oh this will be great figures. but 
This is going to be hard to do, and it actually just isn't. It really isn't. It, it, he shows you with the right tool uh, how to make it work quickly, and I, I think it's. Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited because there are a couple figures I have that are. I just haven't replaced because they're oh, maybe yeah. the, the second replacement and they've broken. Like, I, for example, King Hiss, I've replaced. The, I, I'm this is my third, and the the rubber has broken. So there's clearly something about that particular figure's rubber leg connectors that was right. not a good mix, I guess, or, or whatever they used, whatever product they used to make that piece. Um, but I can now fix them. Hordak, uh, Hurricane Hordak, same thing. And I'm not, that's an expensive figure, even loose. I'm not going to replace that. But I have the pieces and I might as well fix it because if it's, you know, $5 for a set of them, and I think you get six or something, I don't know exactly how much they are, um, it's a good deal. I think that's what a wonderful, because Masters is the original line, at least the sort of common figures are easy to get. And so it's yeah. nice for people to be able to restore them. Cause I know that's a great nostalgic line that people love. What was great yeah. about the Rimco ones is they didn't have the little rubber inside. They no. just had little peg holes and they were really yeah. nice ones. And you could actually pop their arms and their legs on and off and right. switch, off, switch them off with all, all the figures and mix and match. So the, what I have left of the Rimco line, because here's a sad sob story for you. When I was in Los Angeles, I had storage units for a very long time, and I ended up moving into a really small apartment in West Hollywood. It was like 500, 600 square feet, so it was tiny. You could only get so many toys in there. Right. And uh, it was <laughs> like a New York sitting, style apartment. Sitting, eating food, yeah, surrounded was, by action figures. And I was surrounded by them, but you know, right. there's only so many. I had a big collection, or you know, so I can't, you know, I had a storage unit forever. Well, at some point during stress or going crazy, I left a box somewhere in the storage unit, or it was stolen from me. I'm not sure which. Mm. So uh, I left a box that had some of my Masters Classics. It also had all of my Remcos, the original ones I had as a kid. It had the three War Stallions, which are the hardest things to get from that line. I had all three War Stallions complete. I know. I who had stole it. the war pulp as well. Well, if you know somebody that has all three, that's who stole I'm it kidding, in Los Angeles. But, I, the, um, but I've never seen them for sale ever again. Um, the war pulp, but I know which who, was like a little vehicle. I, I know who. I, if he's listening, he knows who I'm talking about. Oh, if you know somebody that's got all three, because I've never I'm met so anybody kidding. with all three but me. I'm just teasing. No, um, no, one guy had this incredible knockoff collection that he put up on eBay years and years and ten years ago. And all it was like 120 auctions for rare stuff that nobody had seen in a million years. Because those war wow. stallions, there's like one that somebody tries to sell for $350 on eBay all the time that never right. gets bought. But I got some loose ones <laughs> in great condition. And I had both war pults, uh, which is like a little catapult. And um, one of them was in that box. I have the other one sitting here with my golden girl, which is also a knockoff line we'll talk about. Right. But um, not the golden girls. Golden no, <laughs> girl, by Sophia Galoob. with battle punch action. Yeah, exactly. But no, but <laughs> yeah, I amazing, lost the whole box. The box was worth probably three or four thousand dollars. Oh, that is horrendous. So that's about the worst thing that ever <sighs> happened in terms of action figures, except for my ex girlfriend stealing three of my best playsets out of my storage unit. Which one? Never giving them back to me. Well, one of them was my Mego Love Boat. Oh my gosh! And that one I've seen two for sale in 
10 to 15 years. Hmm. I wonder if there's a way and to I've get it ever back. I've only known of maybe less than five of them around. And I'm Where does she live? One, the one for the three and three quarter. She lives in Los Angeles. The one mm. for the three and three quarter figure. So any of my Los Angeles friends want to, you know, help me out here. Hey, it's a new America. Her, she and her Espionage. Ex, or she and her boyfriend still have Robbery. It it's all fine. Because they tried to put it up on eBay. Ew. And I saw the auction and was like, so sorry, cease and desist. That's horrendous. That's so bad. I should have probably just bought it from them. But um, no. So anyways, I'm missing no. my Mega Lobo, which is one of the extremely rare playsets of that of that era. Woes, my toy woes. I no, got... no, no. I want to know what the no, other two no, playsets were. No, no, we're not going to talk quickly. about it. We'll we'll make it a mystery. Oh, I'll, mis another I'll time. mention it some other time. But it was some <laughs> it was some items of mine that totaled in value to a few thousand dollars, and um, very annoying. But that's okay. Um, hey, Quite. you win some, you lose some. You mentioned Golden so Girl. Golden Girl, what's Golden Girl? Uh, you tell me about Golden Girl. I mean, I've got the play. I've got the palace. Golden Girl. Golden Girl is a line that came out just. I think it was just after the Shira line debuted, um, or probably right around. It wasn't long was after. Very it was close. Probably behind, a few months. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it was basically a knockoff of both He-Man and She-Ra of Masters of the Universe and Princess of Power because the figures were not constructed the way the Princess of Power figures were. And I refuse to call the Princess of Power figures dolls because they aren't. Oh, not at all. Um, not at all. Those are action <laughs> figures. And you can read more about that and my feelings about that in my article on thefoosh.com, <laughs> which talks about how I don't collect dolls, even though I do. Yeah, I do too. Um it, it's uh, they had hair, so you could comb their hair. But they and they had fabric outfits and armor. But they also came with plastic uh, yeah, and weapons, and which kind of cool stuff. the Princess of Power. I mean, Shira had a sword, and they most of the characters had shields, but they didn't have things like axes and spears and shields that were. Um, battle worn whereas golden girl did and um there were i think five female her uh, heroic characters and four mm -hmm. villains uh there were two male figures um uh, prince chroma i believe and ogre yeah, was the bad, the bad guy he's got the coolest helmet and, of all it's a big skull yeah. like skeletor he's he's scary looking and really cool yeah uh, and they had each of them each lead female had a horse and a chariot the chariots were really great um which was something mattel missed out on on the she-ra line that would have been a great um a great addition. Uh, there was the Palace of Gems, which we've talked about in a previous episode that you own, that I have owned in the past, yep. um, which is a great stand-in for either Palace Eternia or Castle Brightmoon. Really if and you are a huge, boy, nerdy, a super great, nerdy She-Ra fan, like descending staircase that goes down the middle of it. Yes, and very dramatic. Light, like an Athenian <laughs> palace, like at the top. Sorry, I'm looking yeah. at it right now, so I can give you all the details. <laughs> no, it's it's aesthetically, it's kind of a great combo of this really medieval mm -hmm. style fortress with some yeah. Greek Greco-Roman yep. uh, additions. But it and that sounds like a mess, but it actually works yeah, really well. Yeah, we'll post well. a picture of it. It's a really beautiful. Um, it's one of my favorite yeah. of the mid '80s uh, playsets. It was a great line, and at the time, I used to look at it with disdain because I was such a Shira <laughs> fan, but. As an adult, when I discovered eBay, I went and I kind of went all in and got almost yep. all of them. 
um, and the and the palace and the horses and everything. And then I sold them all a couple years ago. You traded them all um, away. Did I trade them or did, or did I, I sell them for millions of dollars like a dirty scalper? No, I didn't sell them for millions like a of dollars. Dirty scalper. Actually, I think I may have sold them to my friend. You traded them to your friend for Steven money. for. <laughs> no, no, I think I sold them to my friend Steven in a lot. Um, well, I mean, see, this is this brings up a good topic of you know we, we talk about people collectors who sell and the invest buy and and invest and and sell for appreciation or scalpers. Now, to me, a scalper is somebody who buys a Mystique figure and sells it for eighty dollars on eBay, and that's shitty. And usually doesn't wear <laughs> deodorant. Oh, you know. Well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> um, uh, toy collectors often sell toys that are rare or that they've had for years if they have no, if they don't have any interest anymore. Um, or they want something else that's really expensive and they, and there's, you know, there are comparable prices. So let's say you have, you know, one of the golden girl horse sets and they're selling for $80. If you sell it for 70, I don't know that there's anything immoral about that. Um, I don't actually believe there's anything immoral about that, especially if you're not charging double what the going rate is and someone is willing to buy it and happy. That's true. I mean, I've I've traded Um, um, many rare play sets with other, um, you know, collectors that enjoy um, some of those uh, obscure lines. And we sort of trade back and forth and and buy and sell from each other. And it usually, especially when um, eBay started to be the place in the early 2000s for stuff. There was about 10 of us all buying the same stuff, and eventually we all got to know each other because right. we were like, oh, you're that guy that keeps outbidding me on stuff. And we all made a little right. forum called um, Action Figure, or, you know, it was a guy in Canada made a forum called Action Figure Archive, and that's where we all met. And that's where all the oh, major, sure, yeah. you know, early early adopter collectors of vintage stuff I met on there and, um, form some other lines and, and we'll get a couple of them as guests sometime. Cause uh, one of my buddies that I met on there um, is quite the collector and could tell us a thing or two about some toys. Cause I've never met anyone that knows more uh, about figures from the seventies <laughs> and eighties. Um, but no, a golden girl was a line I really liked when it came out. And I believe I had uh, Ogra, the, um, the cool bearded guy with the cool skull hat. I right. think I had him as a kid and again, this is one of those lines. I'm sorry, BCR Duke, but I, it's like Black Star. I prefer Black Star to He Man, and I prefer Golden Girl to Princess of Power. I'm so sorry. They're just cooler figures. And that's why you have no friends. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> um, I don't agree that they are cooler. So I think much, they are as they're cool so, the in a different are way. So much more interesting to me than those of princess of power but that could be an opinion thing they're just much more they're it's because like they're the daughters of kiss they're like the daughters of paul stanley and you and... like wonder bread <laughs> and you wear hmm. gray let's put up a comparison time. picture no of i I, I think versus um, golden girl or you know uh one of the other ones versus one of the others and i don't know they're pretty it's a pretty cool line well, i'll give you this I, I wish that She-Ra had been produced the way Golden Girl was because they Golden Girl fits better with Masters of the Universe figures. Uh, the She-Ra figures are slightly yeah. smaller. They aren't as imposing. Um, they're 
amazing looking. They're colorful. They're fun. They are aesthetically, you know, pleasing. They're beautiful. But they are not, they are definitely more Mattel for girls, you know, that road. Whereas I feel like, um, and it was Galoob, right, that Mm -hmm. made Golden Girl. Um, they kind of took a chance because that line was a lot more sturdy. They, the, they used rubber sturdy. and, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, you could throw them around across the room and hit somebody oh, yeah, and hurt them. Very sturdy, um, very nice, you figures. know, and, uh, they fit well with several other action lines. And I think that that was probably smart because I think the line yeah, did pretty I mean, there's well. There's still a bunch of them well around. As, um, so it means they at least sold. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, I mean they they're definitely around. And uh, it, oddly enough, there were a couple of things that were not produced that I wish had been. They had uh these tents that were designed like basically mm-hmm. campsite tents. They were, you know, fab fantastic and fabulous in different <laughs> colors and and in chiffon or whatever and sparkles, but um not too overboard that way so they would fit, but for me, I thought later I discovered that these were not produced, or at least that's the I've theory. Never Some seen, people yeah, believe they I've may have produced a those. few of them. Never, ever. I haven't either. But um, but they were awesome. They were square and you know and looked like campsite yeah, like war, tents yeah, like, that you would use, like very much, very much like in the Shira cartoon. The Rebel base had right. a bunch of tents, and every every all the main characters had their own specific one. And I thought this would be so great to have for my Shira display and, and um, but they didn't well, make what's funny them. about these so, is there was no, also there no was also um, more knockoffs in the vein of Golden Girl and Princess of Power there oh, were definitely. other ones like uh, yeah. Galaxy Adventure Girl and Goddesses Galaxy of the Girl. Ultra Cosmos and another one an obscure one I, I, called I, Beauties of Nature <laughs> Yes, and there was also the Olmec. Oh, the Olmec. Um, oh, Butterfly yeah, Butterfly Woman, Woman from Olmec. What Olmec is a great which, knockoff company to talk about. Yeah, they did. They focused on toys for African American kids, and um, they were based in New York. And I remember, I fell kind of down a rabbit hole researching them because I live here, and I think they were on Sixteenth Street, West Sixteenth Street, for a while. Um, I just thought, I wonder if they're still there. Like, I wonder if it's somebody's ha- like apartment. Because it was and a tiny little company. Time. They're not a tiny there. tiny little company. Yeah. It was, a, and the, I think the woman who designed Butterfly Woman was either the owner of the company or co-owner. And she um, wanted an action figure made for, you know, n- girls who weren't yep. white. Um, because... There's one black character in the same Princess with, of Power, the same with Golden Girl, right? And um, and that's it, which is kind of stupid. It is. Um, Olmec. There was a company. I don't know if you ever heard of them. They're called Shin Shindana or Shindana. Uh, that was a '70s company that was before Olmec, and they made uh, figures like O.J. Simpson and Dr. J. Julie Serving, and they also made the great. Slade Super Agent, which is like a big gym knockoff shaft knockoff fi- figure, which is like one of the great <laughs> knockoffs of the 70s that everybody really wants. That sounds he's, amazing, actually. He's very, <laughs> very expensive. And um, 
Uh, he's a wonderful figure that I've been outbid on at least 30 times <laughs> because he's just so expensive because uh, he's such a great looking figure. Right. Uh, he looks just like Richard Roundtree from Shaft. Um, but they made, uh, they were trying to fill that <laughs> void as well in the 1970s mm-hmm. um, with dolls for, um, and they made other, not, they didn't just make African American, um, you know, uh, people. They made all kinds of people. And um, it was such a wonderful company, but they've sort of folded in the early 80s. And then Olmec came in with Sun Man and Butterfly Woman. And um, yes. Sun Man, Rulers of the Sun, I, that guy, let me tell you. There's the two main figures, I wish... and the rest of them, there's like one right. set of them in the universe that I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I've never seen I've never seen anything. There's a guy I know. I uh, any any like actual physical Texas copies. If anybody of them. wants to hunt him down and go get those figures, and he's sold them once or twice. It's they've they've gone through a few hands the last twenty years, um, but there was a, like ten figures that they produced. But I only know of one set of Beyond Sun Man and the little pig guy, whatever his name is, Pig Face. Or that's so sad. There's at least right. one set out there, so maybe it was the <laughs> See, that, company's set. I don't know. That's a cool line for Super Seven to do if they're going to kind of use the tooling bank they've built oh, so man. far People on love classics. Those, especially Butterfly Woman and Sun Man as a two-pack for a con exclusive or something, would be so cool. Oh, yeah, because those are actually um, the. Sunman figures are quite the have quite the cult following amongst knockoff and and masters yeah. collectors and butterfly woman the same because I mean that's something you know all about I mean masters people that's just that's a part of it and they were built of course in that same they were built more yeah. like a Rimco figure but in the same vein as masters and um, yeah I've seen that one set and let me tell you once you see them you're like I want every single one of those but there there's only one set yeah. out there so it's like you don't want to why get any of them. Um, why get the yeah. Sunman had two variations? He had like an afro version and a flat top version, and um, and then there's the I don't think I've yeah, seen the, the afro, afro like version, a, the, it's like a, a small afro version, and then he's got there's the flat top version too. It was the I've 80s shift, one. right? We're shifting from sort of that 70s or right. 80s hairstyle to a later 80s hairstyle, and um, and they made that shift, so that's a really cool uh, those are some really cool knockoffs that I, I wish that I had and I have seen pictures of every single one. I've seen them posed. I've seen all kinds of stuff because the guy <laughs> that has them was in a group I was in for a long time. Toy group. Right. Um, you mentioned Goddess of the Ultra Goddess Cosmos. Goddess of the Ultra Cosmos. Which That's a cool line. I actually think is an interesting knockoff because it's a knockoff it of is. Golden it's Girl. Not, it's not Princess of in Power. My, in it's my a Golden opinion. Girl knockoff. Yeah, they, the same, they use the same molds, I think, uh, at least for some of the weapons, because mm-hmm. they're they're very similar. They have a bunch of two packs. Um, I, I have to read the Please names do. for some of these characters because they're just <laughs> kind do. of hilarious. There's goddess goddess Baronite, goddess Gratonite, goddess Microlite, <laughs> goddess Chilite, goddess. This is my favorite one. Goddess Sodalite <laughs> and goddess Stibnite. Uh. I'm not Great. sure Sodalite. I'm, 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 I'm sure that, you know what? There could possibly be some sort of geological reasoning behind, or uh, maybe that's part as, of the back. Maybe it's the backstory of it. Yeah, um, but because boronite definitely is, um, but like boron, but uh, and and 
you know, I, I, I'd just be curious to know the history of that. That's probably very impossible. But even, to find the, even out. beyond the um, ones we mentioned, there's like so many more. Like there were so <clears throat> oh, many definitely. knockoffs of knockoffs of knockoffs of knockoffs of knockoffs all Galaxy over the world. Galaxy Girl is one of the more popular yeah, ones. All over the world. Um, what else was there? Uh, oh, Goddess of Wonder, um, which which is absolutely a She-Ra knockoff. One of them looks like Glimmer, <laughs> um, but their but their fashions are are definitely Golden Girl ripoffs. There's some of them are exactly the same, they're just different colors. Um, but it looks like Glimmer got drunk <laughs> and went to um, the festival in Rio because um, she's got a big feather hat headdress awesome. and and it and some feather of those figures are and, really and, cool looking. There's a buddy of mine named. Zach who lives up north, uh, Pennsylvania, I believe, and he has had all of those at some point. In fact, he's the one that sold me the Golden Girl Palace when he was sick of it. Um, so it was nice. Uh, he passed oh. it down to me. But you you mentioned uh, Galaxy Adventure Girl or Galaxy Girl. That's from a company called Sun Gold. Yeah, Galaxy Girl. And Sun Gold is a very popular uh, knockoff company that made uh, a lot of knockoff people collect Sun Gold figures, Galaxy Warriors, Galaxy Heroes galaxy fighters um there's a whole bunch of different versions of the same character same figure there's like four or five different versions of each character on different packaging and sold in different places throughout the world and so it's it it, i can understand the draw for people to collect those because there's so many variants of each figure that it makes it kind of fun to you know it's a fun thing to hunt and collect because most people don't know what it is if it's not in its packaging so it can be hard to is find. it fun or is it an, an addiction well because that type of collection can be pretty maddening if you aren't capable of getting all of the ones you want i feel like it starts fun but then that it becomes is very true a so, chore okay here's it's therapy time are you ready so there's uh, a Remco, sure. there's a Remco line that was a sort of a companion line to their Karate Kid line called Secret of the Ninja. Because yes. of course ninjas being big in the <laughs> 80s and they made a line called Secret of the Ninja. And they had Wave 1 and it was fairly popular because you can still find those figures all over the place and I remember seeing them uh, all over. Uh, that sounds you, familiar sure to me actually. See- were the were the card backs Yeah, orange? I think they were. And they were pretty colorful design on the front with like the character and things, and um, came with cool accessories and weapons. And they're sort of that uh, almost team five point five inch scale. I think they're more like a four point five five. They're about five inches maybe. And um, right, they came out with series two, so there was it was popular enough for them to make a second series. And the second series figures are incredibly cool. But again, they're exceedingly <laughs> rare. I've only ever seen one full set complete with weapons, but I have seen them uh, loose and in other things. Uh, like I have one Series 2 figure, which is a Rambo knockoff figure. It's Sylvester Stallone Rambo figure. And he was part of the Secret of the Ninja, or you know, Secret of the Ninja line. And there's only been one full set I've ever seen, and that's a buddy that I knew, and I've been wanting to buy him forever and ever. But that's one of those ones that I've been hunting for for 15 years, trying to find another one under, say, $500 each. Wow. Because he had them up on eBay. Well, that makes sense, because he, he they, weren't, for a long, they weren't produced exactly, in the same numbers. Had, he had them on eBay forever for like 500 each, his set. And it sat there. It's probably hmm. still there to this day. <laughs> um, 
Probably. uh, I mean, that's one, if anybody out there has any Remco Secret of the Ninja Series 2 figures that they're dying to get rid of. Well, now they're they're going to be like, ooh, it's $500. Like, oh, they're actually worth nothing. They're actually worth like like 50 cents, but I just think they're cool and kitschy, and I really would like all of them. So, what is, uh, tell me this, since you're a master's collector, um, BCR Duke. uh, Mm if you're ever at a convention, he loves it when you come up to him and and accost and accost his person. <laughs> I actually sort of do, um, particularly yeah, <clears throat> as long as you're nice. Particularly PowerCon, he likes to just. I mean, get, I'll ar- I'll argue with anybody, and everyone knows that. He in just that likes community. to get tackled. Um, um, no, the tackled. Um, <laughs> what is you your? You pay me, role, I will. If, what's your favorite? Um, oh yeah. What's your favorite Masters knockoff? There's so many. My favorite is. Well, I mean, singularly, my response to that is um, Demos from the Remco Warlord line, uh, mostly because of his wand, which is the closest thing to Evil Lynn's wand. Ooh, I never thought of that. From the show. All these years. It's actually really very close. Um, But he's also just a cool looking character. Um, And I used him when I got him. Uh, in early, I think 2001, 2002, I got him and used him as my Count Marzo stand-in oh, for my cool vintage line. That's a good idea. And I used War uh, uh, Warlord for King oh, Miro. Cool. Uh, gave him a cape from another figure and uh, and used him for that. Uh, so would you say Warlord yeah, is your favorite I, I, knockoff I, line of Masters? Even though it's a DC comic yes. or whatever, and they were sort of making a licensed figure, but it was in the master right. style. It's yeah, it's and then I also like Forza T, which is this Argentinian line that was made uh, when Top Toys bought the Masters of the Universe molds and uh, made this pretty nice, slick-looking line of I think it's eight or ten characters. I can't remember offhand. Um, and a lot of people have been calling for a company like Super 7 or whatever to make official versions of those figures using the Masters Classics uh, I'd be happy if because they're all yeah, If reused. Super 7 ever um, does not have that Masters license, I would love for them to make knockoff uh, with those that tool. Yeah. These, the, the famous knockoffs, be, the ones so that everybody great. really likes. Um, my right. favorite... Platino is my favorite oh. from that line. He's like He-Man with green hair and a goatee that That's they the added on. And heard. he has Fisto's arm and armor and silver and red. It's actually a really cool looking design. Uh, keep your Fisto in your so own that's, house, uh... okay? Um, I don't care what you do on the <laughs> weekends. but um... Sad, sad lead into the worst dark, dirty joke <laughs> ever. Um, there's even a t-shirt with that dark, dirty joke. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. You, know, you can look for that online. Yikes. Um how about so you? my What's favorite, your, what my is, your favorite, favorite? is uh, a French uh, Masters knockoff called Monsters of the Galaxy, and they're sort of I don't think I know of that. a Black Star Masters knockoff. It's like they're sort of half Black Star, half um, they fit very well with the Black Star figures. Um, sort of half Masters, half right. Black Star, and you know the reason I like them is because they have a really cool playset. <laughs> of course. Wait, Monsters, Monsters of, the of the Galaxy is by a, a company called Cami Toys, C A M Y, Cami Toys, and they are also exceedingly difficult to get because they were only released in France in the oh. 1980s. 
and they're very collectible amongst knockoff collectors, and so finding Ooh. a full set can be very, very difficult. Um, I see them. Look up, there's a dinosaur yeah, rider. Riders and uh, big lizard thing. There's a knight. Oh, yeah. There's a there's like a wolf there's a hunter dude and like a demon dude, and there's all there's kinds of really neat ice ones. guy. They're Those like the cool. coolest knockoff of, of Black Star and Masters and their castle, their <laughs> oh sort of God. place that is called The Cliff or, you know, since they never released it here, La Roupe and all kinds of different names all over the world. Right. Oh, I see it. Oh, my God. It's amazing. And let me tell you, okay, way back when, before all this stuff became big 15 oh. years ago, I had a chance to buy it from an Italian website for like $100. And I sort of was like hemmed and hawed and was like, that's when I was getting all my play sets like Ice you Castle and Crystal, Crystal Castle and all that. And I was like, yeah, I should probably get it, but I'll wait. And of course it was gone and I've never found another one again. They are so no! hard to get and it's such a cool play set. How one dare that people... you? Oh, I have seen, I have seen these. I'm seeing them now mint on cards. Yeah, the black you've seen cards. that card I have before, I'm these. sure. They're a pretty popular knockoff uh, from um, France, but they... And Italy, they were in France and Italy, and um, there's also another really cool knockoff playset that's sort of a Castle Grayskull knockoff, called the Monster Castle, and uh, it's I, got the big yeah, like glowing skull that. hand as sort of the entrance. <laughs> it's like a weird skull head that's Monster. made out of rocks, and then there's like a glowing skull hand. It's made by a company called Eco, I believe. Um, and that was released overseas in Germany and all kinds of places. And so that one you can sort of find every now and then. And a lot of people display their knockoffs with that monster castle. That's its name. And there's actually a guy on one of the forums on Facebook in one of the groups that's making a modern version of it out of his own tooling. I I just saw that too, um, which is what I thought was the French line playset because it had all those oh, figures no, on it. Oh, no, that's not that one. The... the the cliff is like reddish right. pink looking, and it looks like a little cliff with little holes. No, this in the this bottom. is definitely, but that that customizer I saw his version yeah, of what you're talking cool. about, and he's he has a whole bunch. Those. That's he's pretty amazing sell those for a bunch of money because he's making them. They're really neat. But that's those two are of very course. popular amongst knockoff collectors, and there's not very many of those around. My buddy up right. in uh, uh, up in Jersey, Rob Roman, has one, and I've been begging him for 15 years to sell it to me, and he won't. So, Rob, I know you'll probably listen to this at some point. Sell it to me already. Jeez, you've had it for like 15, 20 years. I'm going to get get the entire collector community to put pressure <laughs> you bet. on this That's the whole reason person. to do this podcast is to put pressure on you know, if you were a, If you were a good person, he would sell it if to he, you. That's right. If he wanted to visit Jesus in heaven when he dies, he's going to want to sell that to me. Right. What is it called in French? La, La Roupe, I think, is the um, Italian name. R O U P E maybe L A space R U P E and you can just look up La Roupe Cami and it'll probably come up C A M Y but um as thrilling as it is looking up things on the internet oh, yes yeah, so it's a beautiful playset <laughs> one of my uh, one of my other favorites that are real popular right now and and have been redone by a uh, smaller company are uh, Nightmare Warriors have you ever seen those. That's yes, skeleton-looking dudes. Um, There's like a devil and a witch and a skeleton and stuff. I've never seen the witch. Yeah, there's like she's green. Um, and there's a company that's making like large versions of them right now. That's really neat. 
Um, but Nightmare War, uh, Warriors, Underworld Warriors, Specklatron, those are ones that are That's really a, big with uh, knockoff people as well. Those are very similar to the Zola World Skeleton yes. Warriors. Uh, same same structure. Um, but these Nightmare Warriors have more accessories and are specific. Are. Like there's one that's clearly an army guy, and there's yep. one that's... It's like a Roman soldier, a, a and sombrero. one's a sombrero. He's like a bandito. <laughs> and... Um... Poncho, Poncho Villa, And he's what called. was funny that's, is 20 years ago, these suckers were a politically dime correct. dozen on eBay. They were everywhere. And now you're going to buy them for 100, 200, 300, 300 piece, you know? What do you think is a modern equivalent to something like that that is knockoff that everyone's kind of laughing at right now? That people will be really excited um, to collect. Yeah. See, right now, we're with our sort of toys that we buy, there's all kinds of companies in China making figure arts knockoffs. That's and, true, yeah. um, 112 collective They're a little too knockoffs. close, though. They're way too close. They're not their own sort of thing. And there's this kind of thing all no. the time that you see, but there's no major um, offshoot knockoff lines that were right on the shelves like I could think of now. I mean, you go shopping right, they're not there they're just not there for, anymore yeah. when we were growing up it was there was masters <clears throat> of the universe and then remco warlord was right there and so were all the other ones they were all right, right next to each other yeah no that there's not now you're seeing kind of and i'll post pictures of these two for my friend jason who's a huge knockoff collector they're kind of these rotocast i guess cheaply made versions of Figures from the last 10 years, like um, 2000X He-Man and uh, other kind of uh, Star Wars stuff that's all done in this kind of cheaper plastic, and they're usually non-articulated, yes. they're, and they're usually sold in plastic bags. That's kind of, that's, that's another like, that's market That's what we, we maybe call that, a bootleg, you know. where it's like something you find in Tijuana yeah. when you go across the border, and, and right. it's got Batman and a Power Ranger and a He-Man, and all and they're all in the same, and Spider-Man, <laughs> and they're all in the same package for some reason. I for, yes, I forgot about that. I posted that on my own Instagram. I found, when I first started uh, doing some homework for this, I found a picture of this collection, and I've seen these in different stores in New York, um, especially if you go down to Canal Street, uh, a lot of stores with bootleg products. Um, this pack had, uh, I have to look, because it's, it's worth talking about. <laughs> it, it's all of these, it's all of these her heroes that you would never put together. Here, it's called Sense of Right Alliance, and it is a, the Blue Power Ranger with... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven points of articulation. Uh, Superman with his sleeves rolled up, and Batman with some battle damage, and they're in Justice League uh, style with uh, five points of articulation, I think, maybe just three. Um, Spider Man with seven points, and he's the most normal looking. And Shrek. Of course, because those are, they're all friends. <laughs> they all shop Shrek. at the same Trader Joe's. Shrek. With who may not have any any articulation <laughs> at all, but I kind of oh oh, and it's also there's a blue one of the characters from Cars. There's that a blue car awesome. from Cars, so it's the most amazing and random conglomeration of heroes ever. Yet I would pay a lot of money to see that. It movie. would be kind of interesting. 
they in in Los Angeles Car, and all the little Rangers, like sort of Superman, flea markets Batman, and stuff. And I saw stuff. these kind of things all the time. These little blow mold like yeah. cheapo knockoffs of random characters put together for no reason uh, for like. And those sets are like right. three dollars or something. Yeah, I mean these actually in this particular set, I, it's I can't see what company it is, but they actually look pretty good. I mean, they're clearly not licensed, so it's. But I and you know the the idea of even putting all of those characters together for one project is just not possible <laughs> in an American um, in in the current in the current capitalist no, climate of American no, toy no. companies and media no, no. conglomerates. No, um, I mean, although the way Disney's working, they're yeah, buying they may, everything. You might be able to get and, it from them in a couple of years. Yeah, it's. Very it's going possible. to be Disney versus um, Amazon uh, for the final, you know, who's going to be the Terminator? Um, who's going right. to make T2000? Um, one, one, uh, Speaking one of Amazon, major, where's their, where are their bootleg toy, toy line? line? We have not mentioned that has an exorbitant amount of knockoffs. Uh, I would say the two main toy lines of the last, you know, at least of, of sort of our nostalgic era of the 70s and 80s that had the most. One is, of right. course, Masters of the Universe, which had knockoffs for almost 20 years straight and well, still, still sort of still does. does the other one is gi joe real american hero mm -hmm. the three and three quarter and there was a million knockoffs of those okay um definitely that, that company olmec i believe they made the bronze bombers which was a gi joe knockoff line of african-american characters because you know in gi joe even though there were some div some diversity in GI Joe, which is what I liked about yeah. it, um, it wasn't a ton of diversity. But some of the main characters were no, no. non-white, which was really nice. And um, mm -hmm. over time, they added more females and non-white characters. Um, I mean, when the show started, it was it wasn't it wasn't Snake Eyes versus Storm Shadow. It was Spirit <laughs> versus Storm Shadow. They were the two that would be you know. In the comics, it was Storm I don't Shadow and I didn't know that. Snake Eyes. But in the cartoon, it was Spirit and Storm Shadow that were rivals and didn't like each other, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, for for Spirit that with era, his feather yeah, in his head the, during course. battle. <laughs> of course. So, so, but there's all kinds of great knockoffs. So, um, so, so I don't even speaking know. Speaking of that, your friends so, at yeah. Remco made a million knockoffs and. Their major ones are American. Uh, they're called American Defense, I believe, which is a huge. And they had a bunch of other lines too. And if you look these up, I so remember many the figures. Uh, yeah, I remember. I think they used to do accessory they packs. Did. They did. Well they even made a playset that is um, very, very rare. That's one of the rarest playsets out there. Is the Rimco American Defense playset? Right. Uh, my friend Jason actually sent me pictures from these. Uh, power, I'll post these as well because they're actually really cool looking. These things called Power Commandos. Yep, that's a GI Joe one too, right? Rip Those are GI Joe ripoffs too. Yeah, of um, of the the GI Joe two packs. Um, it says made in China. I can't find. Oh, Lucky Bell, right? The company, and they've they've got Mummy Mask, who's amazing. Metal Hawk, that's one of the two right. packs. Um, X-ray Eye and Submarine, which is insane. Uh, and there's another one, Terror. No, that's Mummy Mask. I guess Terror is the name of the bad guy. That's what they label the bad guy. Oh, one of the um, ones I just remembered. Uh, no, oh, go ahead. Condor Strike is uh -huh. the other one. Uh, who doesn't look anything like 
a bird or <laughs> it just looks like a guy who works in a factory in maybe the uh, janitorial office with a green hat and a green ski mask and gold boots sweet. so make of that now, what there you is, will uh, there it comes is with a steel a baseball no- bat a knockoff line that has been around since the 80s that i forgot about and that's lanyards the core which was originally a gi joe knockoff and now you can of course get right. that at walmart every walmart has the core figures and they've been there yeah. for all, like 25 30 years now and that's a knockoff line that has continued the- to this day right and it toys r us or doesn't I think pharmacies carry they the might. core? I know Walmart uh, is where you can they get do most here, of at least them. In New York City, um, but I know other places do carry them, like um, you know Ross and some of the other like off-brand stores right. uh, have the. Yeah, big I think here stores. in the city, a lot of the pharmacies um, have carried those those type of lines. That's actually probably a good example or a good answer to my question about what now might be. That's what I was thinking. Fun and, to collect and later. They've been around a long time, and a lot of people collect those ones from the 80s and 90s and the ones sitting around today, and they actually mm-hmm. make some really interesting figures. They're a little too bulky uh, to go with the Joes. They're the same size, yeah. but they're a little bulky because they've made some really cool Dreadnought-style figures in the last couple of years, but they're just a little too bulky to go with the Joes. Right. Uh, Toys R Us, before they closed, had a huge section of that style brand i don't know if it was the same i don't know if it was core or if it was their own they had their produ- own knockoff produced line full of toys like that and i forget what those are called right and, and they some of them were dinosaur fighter yeah. kind of character some of them were medieval that is some a company of them called chat um, that makes those chat yes greek gods there was another like, like that and then there was the just they the standard gi joe uh, ripoff and they had a ton of uh, vehicles oh, yeah. for those and when the hobbit came out they came out with a whole line of like elves and ogres and fantasy ones that i got right, to go of with some of my <laughs> hobbit figures because they're pretty cool um so that's right. a pretty neat little line so i mean knockoffs are freaking they're all over the place and they're everywhere i mean particularly if you're in china or mexico um that's typically where right. this kind of thing gets produced but i mean or Argentina. Argentina. I mean, Argentina that, got tons another... of great toys and and continued toy lines um, after they were done in the states. Like my favorite uh, stuff in Argentina mm-hmm. was they continued the um, the Rambo line, and that was the Gloob Rambo, and they oh, continued right. making yeah. characters down there. And those are two of the coolest figures, or some of the ones they made down there, and some of the variants um, uh, that they made. There's so many really neat variants of all these. G.I. Joe and Transformers and everything all over the world. Uh, Estrella is one of the companies down yep. there. Uh, and, and, to, and to cycle back to our, 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 our swiftly becoming official mascot, Strawberry oh, Shortcake. Yes. They have had an ongoing line of dolls from, uh, from back in the 80s. It has never stopped. Estrella has, in some cases, made better versions uh, of the characters, the newer characters, because they've done them in the vintage style as opposed to the new kind of slimmer, more sprightly-looking yes. kind of uh, designs. So you'll get, you know, there was a character called Peppermint Fizz that was in the early 2000s made in the new line, and she was cool because she smelled like peppermint, <laughs> and she was kind of a jerk. Um, she was kind of always cranky That's and messing hilarious. things up, and I... Um, 
But they didn't make her in the States, I guess, because God forbid you had a villain oh, yes. in anything in modern modern toy Well, your times. friend... Your... Um, but Estrella Oh, yeah, and your her. friend's uh, Strawberry Shortcake had knockoffs made by Remco. <laughs> there are Strawberry Shortcake knockoffs that, made by Rimbo, Remco. I forget their names, but you can look them up later. Um, there was a Strawberry Shortcake knockoff line. Uh, they didn't make very many figures, but I have one important question to ask you since we're at 57 minutes here and it's going to yes. be the longest podcast ever. Oh, is um, If you could only take one strawberry shortcake figure <laughs> to a desert island and the reason you took that figure was because of its smell, because we all know they were scented, which yes, figure would that be? Because I, I feel like that is a question that's been pressing on... Uh, the our myriad of fans' minds, our hundreds of fans out there, have been have been emailing me. They've been texting me. They've been calling me. They've been bothering me. They've been commenting, and they've been saying, "Rains, what is BCR Duke's <laughs> favorite smell in the Sharbery Shortcake line?" I just said, "I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask him." It's uh, actually well, I can't have it be a tie because that would be a you cop out. You always do that. Um, no, I can't do that. Um, it's got to be Huckleberry Pie. That's um, that was my ID on the Strawberry Shortcake forum. Oh um, me, oh It was my. the first. It was the first one that I I remember going to a birthday. I was really little, and we wrapped the Huckleberry Pie doll in newspaper comic pages as the wrapping paper. So it was, you know, clearly we were not wealthy. Um, and I remember wanting it so badly and staring at it in the car when we bought it at the store. And my mother, I could tell, was not pleased. Um, With his freckly little and I remember face. Giving it to this... I forget. What did he yeah. smell like? I, mean, I can't remember. Awesome. I can't remember what he smelled like. Kind of That's blueberry. Right. I mean, it's kind of like blueberry pie. Like, it, it's kind of... I mean, there is a blueberry... There's blueberry muffin, and she's another one that I love too. The smell so, of that one. Sour so grapes you is saw also pretty amazing Huckleberry too. Huckleberry pie at Target last year when they re-released him with strawberry shortcake and. Others. I was disappointed because his hat wasn't plastic; it was fabric, and it's not as good as the vintage. Well, but you heard it here first, guys. Reissues are terrible, and Brian Charles Rooney. No. Not was usually. Was once on not a strawberry usually. shortcake forum. That's all I have to say. Anyways. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> For yeah, but yeah, Huckleberry Pie with his cool hat and his um and the colors I liked a lot. I just and his smell was great. And I I um that the that would be my, my favorite choice. is one that doesn't uh, with, smell with blueberry and muffin and the purple grapes. pie man. Oh, and he has no smell except Chinese plastic. That's all he smells like because he has no hair. His he Did has they molded change hair. Change that later though. I don't know because the, the only um, one I ever had didn't smell like nothing. Because I think they had one without his 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 bird, and then they released one with the bird. And I think the one with the bird actually smells, or maybe the bird smells. I could be maybe you smell, and we up. should end this podcast right here. Um. I smell like purple magic. <laughs> so we'll be back with you again next week, of course, with episode five. But thank you again for listening to each sold separately. Collect them all with the me, Colonel Rain Scar, and your friend and mine, Brian Charles Rooney. What do you got to say, Rooney? I got to say, check out our Instagram to find pictures of what we talked about at Each Sold Separately podcast. And have a good week. Oh, quickly, oh. before we go, b 
besides Mystique, have you found anything else that you? What's your toy uh, for the week? My toy. You always rank on me well, about I picked this. Up a three pack. I got another of the Dora Milaje from Black Panther because she was thirteen ninety nine. But I'm still looking for those Kingpin figures because they are nowhere to be found here in North Florida. Yeah, they're not here. They either. were here for a week um, and have never come back. How about you? Um, I got my stupid crap which is an Australian company that makes pins based on toy properties, uh, Glimmer and Huntara pins. They, uh, if you don't know Stupid Crap, it's Stupid K-R-A-P, and they go to Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, and they make really good products, and uh, I'll post pictures of those. But I, I have a nice little collection of uh, He-Man and She-Ra characters going on these pins, and they come on little card backs with uh, art based on the show very nice um so that was a nice i had for i'd forgotten i bought them and they came in the mail well for brian rains the purple pie man and huckleberry pie we'll see you (laughs) next week Golden Girl and the Guardians of the Gemstone, each sold separately, new from Galoob.